This is a sort of Star Wars podcast. This is where the fun begins. Wrap it up, fuzzball. I feel the force. Welcome back to Sort of Star Wars Podcast, a podcast that's sort of about Star Wars and sort of about everything else. And today I had the amazing opportunity to guest host on a movie review podcast. The host, Brian, invited me uh, and another guest uh, named Milan to watch the original Star Wars movie, like the original, original movie before it was A New Hope, before all the extra CGI work that we now have come to love as part of the Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope movie. After my little intro here, I'm going to insert the audio from our conversation about the movie. Uh, two things to note. This episode will include some explicit language because it is not my show, but hopefully that doesn't bother you because overall, I very much enjoyed the episode and love any chance to talk about Star Wars, especially with people who have just watched it for the first time. Second thing to note what you're going to hear isn't the whole episode. It's been slightly cut up, but you may ask yourself, where can I hear and watch the entire conversation? Well, let me let Brian tell you. They can go to moviesardope.com to get all the review-a-thon episodes and other uh, special shows ad-free. Uh, they can go to youtube.com forward slash at moviesardope420 to see the episodes on YouTube, uh, they're going to be uploading soon, or they can search their favorite audio platform for Movies Are Dope. So there you go. Now, without further ado, enjoy our movie review of the 1977 despecialized version of Star Wars. All right, just diving into first... <laughs> Sorry, I saw your face, Uh But... To start, we're going to go over our first thoughts about uh, Star Wars, the Despecialized Edition, or just Star Wars in general. Uh, me, personally, uh, I know a little bit about Mulan's, I just found out. But me, personally, I watched this trilogy on VHS as a kid, back when it said uh, the only thing changed was Episode 4, A New Hope. This is not the version, to be specific, for anybody wondering, that we're going to be talking about today because it is the Despecialized Edition. doesn't even have an episode number. But uh, how about you two, Ryan, Milan? <laughs> what's, what's your history? I guess Milan's will be quicker, if you don't mind, Ryan. <laughs> what's your history with the Wars of the Star? When's the first time you watched this movie? <laughs> Are you ask, actually asking me? Yeah, oh. yeah, we're doing first look. We're just jumping right in. We're switching it up. Figuring it out as we go. <laughs> this is my first time watching um, watching this film, or watching Star Wars. And I, I have to applaud you because, uh, because you asked me to watch this film. It's the first time I've actually been able to sit through an entire Star Wars film. Like others have tried, and I've never actually sat through an entire film. <laughs> So I actually like even like rewinded a couple of times to make sure like <laughs> I actually watched it. So I watched the entire film. I didn't miss anything? I don't think. Please feel nice. free to send this clip to them. 
all I did was assume she'd seen it, didn't even follow up <laughs> to make sure she saw it. And I think an hour before this, she was like, I was supposed to watch this, right? I'm still part of this. I was like, oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. So for ed- all effort you put in, all the bribing, all the making sure there's a two-hour window, everything, all you had to do was be pretty bad at <laughs> asking her to watch. Sorry. <laughs> it's, I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's impressive that you, like, we had, you had to describe to us what movie it was for us to, like, tell you, yes, that was the correct movie. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It was like, did I watch the right one? And I was like, well, um. I hope so. <laughs> Uh, I think anyone who can see uh, is watching this on video might know that Ryan, you have a little bit of a different history. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also saw it for the first time on VHS, but it wasn't this version. It was the uh, the new version that came out in the trilogy VHS with the gold and black box that you know separated in half and made the fart noises that came came apart. They like fit so perfectly. And like as you would pull them apart, it like put suction. I go as it would come apart. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like it opened like a book, and I was like, "That's not mine." No, no, no. no. Apart, was I was like, like the black what and the gold talking? over top, and you pulled it apart, and yeah, that, that was the version mine. that we had. Um, actually, I think the first time we saw it, my parents rented it because I remember having to wait a while uh, before seeing the second one. It wasn't like we could watch a new hope and then pop in empire strikes back right afterwards so uh i remember waiting for my parents to at some other point go back and get the new vhs or the next vhs so i'm sorry i had to suffer through that sir (laughs) it was a different time back then but yeah it was uh yeah my most of my life has been uh hand in hand with star wars so and Brian has referred to me in like personally as the king of Star Wars. It, I'm disclaimer that is not true. That is not true. He's the sort of king of Star Wars because he has a podcast. I, I know some Star things about Star Wars. Star Wars, but when I get on my internet and I see that I know almost nothing about Star Wars because everybody else knows everything about Star Wars. I love this so much because Brad's not here this week. Obviously, he's not doing trivia. I was, I was like, Ryan, would you like to do trivia? <laughs> At a certain point, I was gonna have to do it. We were gonna split it, and then he's like, "How many you want for mine?" I was like, "I don't know, one to five, however many is good." He's like, "I got 10. It's <laughs> like everything, ever, all the evidence points to the contrary. You have a Star Wars tattoo on your arm. You yeah. got six Star Wars posters next to you. Seven. It looks like the possible seventh. That yeah. might have been designed by you, uh, Baby Yoda, uh, uh, Chewie's lunch um, <laughs> yeah. on your mic arm. Yes. It's just it's like it's like uh, I like watching. Star Wars, but I'm not like a a Star Wars connoisseur. Like I I like it, so I'm a fan of Star Wars. Any Star Wars, <laughs> and you know this, Brian. Any Star Wars, no matter how bad it is, I will defend it forever, and That's I will true. like watching it. It's like. It, it's it's like Fast and Furious. They get worse each time, but I still will go see it every time, and I'll rewatch them every time. So, I, I mean, you know, you've watched the first three. It got worse every time. You watched the first three <laughs> Kingsmen. I don't know if any of those were worth watching, and you still watch them. So, 
I have two. I just kidding. I love it. Actually, Brad will be so mad you got to do that because one, the one negative of Brad or the the crown jewel of negatives, Brad not being in here. Here is his inability to poke you during this. yes yes I've, yep. I, i've talked about how he he'll randomly come into your discord and be like hey ryan remember how we all agree that rogue one is a kind of mid star wars but it's yes gorgeous. yes yes like he just likes poking the bear uh i still disagree that you're just a casual lover if you've got ink on like i'm not gonna say I, i'm a casual lover of ted lasso and i have a tattoo of it I'm, it's a, just I'm psychotic yeah. about it. Can't I take know. it with you. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, that's got to be a T-shirt for you now. It's just skin. Skin. can't take it with you. Maybe a October <laughs> like <laughs> Halloween theme. Oh, all right. Uh, well, the final question. <laughs> this is hilarious because there's some stuff Milan you're not even gonna understand because there's like five different versions of this film mm. most of which i, I hate. don't even yeah i don't even know the differences in the versions honestly so you didn't notice anything on this no, rewatch of the discussions? Uh, well i've never seen this one before um mm. i've noticed differences from this one but nothing that like blew my mind i was like oh my goodness i can't believe that's in that's not in this one you know what i mean so yeah uh, I remember when I was in California in 2012, I bought the Blu-rays for Star Wars and I knew there were CGI differences, but I got like to the part where the stormtroopers say, look, sir, droids. And there was horrible CGI animals in the background. And mm, no yes. joke, I went to the Blu-ray player. I pushed eject and I put on Amazon. It's defective. <laughs> and returned. It. I was like, I'm good. I think my version on VHS, the only difference is episode four, a new hope in the opening. Yeah. Call. Um, I mean, yeah, they were trying to push the envelope of CGI, you know, and it just wasn't, it wasn't great. It's like when <clears throat> it's like when Android, like, manufacturers samsung mm. lg whatever they like have this great idea and they come up with it and it works uh, and then apple's like well we like that we're gonna wait six to eight years and then implement <laughs> it in our phone and then it'll like work flawlessly even though like you know samsung came out with it first but they didn't you know what i mean so it's kind of like that sort of thing where lucas was just like we have this technology let's just use it we're gonna run with it who cares if it looks crappy in two years we're just gonna do it and uh that's kind of what happened. So, yeah, the easiest one to tell you about Milan is when uh, the guy Greedo gets shot by Han. Uh, and the one most people hate is George Lucas went in and made it so that Greedo shot at his face. It was CGI'd as if through flash animation that his head just went sideways, like the jankiest sideways <laughs> dodge and then he shot <laughs> you can find that's right I almost like youtube videos for it but it's not it's not worth it it's and then when they came to disney plus they made even more changes greedo says Wait, some word uh during that whole conversation that he didn't even say in the earlier ones i forget what it was <laughs> some some I love Alien that you word. still will always say I'm not the king of Star Wars, but you know that there was an extra word, a non-English word, one word, yeah. just one. 
It's like, yeah, I know I, that. I just know that from the. I don't know what the word <laughs> is though, so I don't know, you know, the Latin root of the word. So that's not. I forgot that Star Wars invented Latin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into. I'm still gonna call it this, uh, but Ryan, if you're ready, uh, let's get into Bradley. Bradley, Bradley Cooper's trivia. Well, I don't even get the reference. Because uh, his name was Brad, and I started calling <laughs> Bradley Cooper's trivia. Is this the so, part where I ask the trivia questions? Yes, sir. Please. I wasn't. I wasn't sure what the audience was going to be. I w- I didn't know that one of the people hadn't ever seen the movie before, <laughs> so I didn't really like. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> We're all the same. I'm sorry, Milan. I don't know these questions. Maybe too difficult. I don't know. <laughs> so some of them I tried to come up with like out of my head, and I came out with like maybe seven or eight of them out of my head. And I'm like, I need. I should look for like ones that like I don't, because sometimes it's just like I just yeah, overlook. Like, of course, everyone would know, you know, what planet the Death Star blows up. But if you're watching for the first time, you probably might not remember that. So. Right, I, don't I need know. to ask you after this to look up the definition of a casual fan. You just said seven to eight of them were off the dome. Well, yeah, because I didn't want to. I'm like, if I'm in charge of trivia, I don't want to have to like look up trivia. If I'm in charge of it, I should know it, right? So no, not necessarily. <laughs> just some find these, good. Oh, you some these are going to be way too hard, and I'm sorry for that. That's what um. <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready. Milan, Buzz on. in when you know the answer. Cut me off if you it's know the answer. It's going to be fun time. when I don't get a single one. <laughs> All right. So, what does C3PO tell Owen Lars was one of his first jobs? This is when he's. Oh, Owen Lars is considering buying C3PO from the Jawas. And he's like, I need someone who can uh, program my moisture evaporators. And what does C-3PO say was his first job? One of his first jobs. Something like, certainly, sir, one of my first jobs was this, and it was very similar to <laughs> to your moisture farms. But I only... Yes. So everything except what you're looking for. <laughs> and only Milana, have, you, have you, have a, you have a guess? Um, let's say a chef. <laughs> Surprisingly, Look. you're incorrect it was programming binary load lifters but similar maybe to a chef in some aspects okay question number that was two off the dome dude. yeah that's like a comment i mean you would no. if you saw it twice you would remember that line i've seen it way more okay maybe i should just pick other ones out of my no, brain keep going keep going okay. i love i'm loving it <laughs> It's going to be okay. so good when I get more than half of these wrong. And like you were, do- you were like, sorry, Milan. it's like, no. <laughs> all right. Just- all right. So uh, going a little <laughs> bit forward here, Luke comes back um, and there's a, there's been an attack on the Jawas and it looks like sand people. Um, and Obi-Wan says, no, it's not sand people. It's meant to look like sand people. How does he know that it was not sand people? That attack the one. Jawas. All right. It. They actually walk in a single file line, and that's not what the footprints look like. Yes. Nice. 
And I wasn't going to guess that the part I put in the script because it was funny to me was uh, only Imperial Stormtroopers yes. have this precision name. Right. The, the blast joke, points. Yeah. Far too accurate has for safety. That Stormtroopers have never been able to hit anything. Yes. Because <laughs> like, literally one of the opening scenes is them firing and C-3PO and R2-D2 just like walk right across the hallway and don't get hit at all. So obviously Stormtroopers are not that good a shot. Yeah, I remember right. after The Force Awakens, there was a meme because uh, Finn is a Stormtrooper and the Force mm -hmm. user in that movie, Ray, uh, it said it, when people were theorizing they might become love interests, it's like if they get together, Finn will be the first mm -hmm. person, first Stormtrooper to hit his mark or something mm. <laughs> like actually <laughs> that's how bad the reputation is for stormtroopers all right next one Th this one no. we're tied one that watch one. <laughs> versus 20 watches we're tied okay so shortly after uh owen lars owen and luke buy uh the droids they buy c-3po and another droid uh, a red astromech droid and it malfunctions soon after they bought it. What goes wrong with the droid? Why does it malfunction? It like blows its like top off. Yeah. And Luke says, no, this one has a busted. <laughs> That's all I got. All this I one's did. busted. <laughs> a busted something. Any guesses, Milan? Um, not a, no, not a, no. a bad motivator it was a bad motivator this one has a bad motivator and uh, yeah and Luke isn't even that smart because he calls it this R2 unit has a bad motivator it's actually an R5 unit so the level of your knowledge about this movie is similar to people saying that like oh yeah they really did get John Wick right because that gun has seven bullets before it has to be reloaded and he just did seven shots he literally said this r2 unit has a bad motivator okay what is a mo it's like no i'm not gonna ask let's continue it's the primary drive of the secondary circuit i don't have a clue oh i swear i i believed wholeheartedly that you were speaking accurately you could have i don't have a clue what a motivator is but uh let's see there's, okay there's a uh novel about it in the old extended universe <laughs> also there is a an, a star wars podcast called bad motivators which helps me remember that and there's also a podcast called blast points which is what you were talking about in the previous uh question all right so but not to pay star wars <laughs> they have to pay han uh to take them to alderaan mm -hmm. to get to princess leia uh and so luke has to sell his speeder mm -hmm um to get the money uh but he doesn't get as much money as he wanted for the speeder why is that i know this oh good but only because i was playing pausing for the summary for the plot <laughs> okay but i don't know the name of it the new ver whenever the new version came out the nimbus mm. 2000 <laughs> has come out <laughs> <laughs> See, it was that's, the, the XP thirty eight came out. Ever since the XP thirty eights came out, not the THX eighteen or whatever it is. <laughs> no, nope. Uh, that was so, an actual reference. 
Yeah, what is that? Uh, I don't remember what that takes. It's four digits. I forget what it is. Is that the one with Michael Jackson in it? I don't know. I've never seen it. Me neither. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. Um, (laughs) Move along. Often often referred to as hollow chess. What is the game that R2-D2 and Chewbacca are playing in the Millennium Falcon? Do you remember? It's like a table with a bunch of checkers on it. And they have monsters. Virtual Falcon Bacom. So no, close. But I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna read what I wrote about that at the summary. Chewie is losing to R2 at a holographic chess monster looking game. Yes, holographic. There was no chance to know. The so you said virtual sock and boppers. Imagine what like the Hutties version of that would be. Just like if you would say it in like an alien language, would you say Dejaric? Is that what you would call it? <laughs> You know, I told you, I didn't know who I was writing these for. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm only laughing because so many times you were like, I'm not the king of Star Wars. I had to like double check some of these. Okay. I had to double, (laughs) double check some of these. They made a, uh, another sequel. Never mind. Uh, Often. I read that one. Where is Obi-Wan referring to when he says you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy? I I know this, but I'll give Milan a chance. Why? So Obi Wan and Luke and C three PO, they're they're in the speeder and they're on this like cliff and they're looking down on this little city. Just just to m- not make it too dead for Pontius Mos Eisley. When they come before they're about to meet Han and Chewie, and he says, "Never will you find a more wretched hive stubborn villainy." Yes. So the name of that city. Yes, Mos it's Mos Eisley. He says most eyes. Oh, okay. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, where does Leia say the hidden rebel base is located? She's being like interrogated. Um, they're outside of her home planet of Alderaan, and they're about to blow it up. And he's like, "Well, tell us where the rebel base is, uh, and we won't blow this one up." And she says a planet name. All I can tell you is that the response was that it was a remote planet. <laughs> mm, yes, that was good. Yeah. Dantooine. That's all I got. Dantooine. All right. Finish this Han Solo quote. Hokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for. I have options here. Okay. Hokey religions and ancient <laughs> and ancient weapons are no match for a good drink in your hand, a good blaster at your side, a good woman in your bed, a good Wookie in your cockpit. <laughs> That's how is that dirtier than the woman in your bed? <laughs> I don't know what you were thinking about. <laughs> what do you think? I'm gonna go with B. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. would have been able to get half of that off. A good blaster in your side. Um, yeah. A good Wookie in your cockpit. I think that's. I had another one. But it was it's too difficult. I wanted to have like a hard one. Run in there. it. Run it. No, oh, that was the hard one. <laughs> what? <laughs> what single numerical digit is common between Han's blaster model number, the Millennium Falcon docking bay, and the stormtrooper call sign Luke steals the uniform from? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I wanted a hard one. <laughs> four. That one, that one is. That's right. It's four. I guess because it it's is. the fours. <laughs> it's four. The answer is four. It's also my favorite it's, number. It's uh, his blaster is a DL forty four. The docking bay was ninety four, and the stormtrooper was TK four two one. So you got it right. <laughs> I cried a little bit. Don't guess. Don't uh, yeah, that was all of them. <laughs> so you guys did pretty good. Oh no no no! I skipped one here. Uh, what type of creature uh, does Luke shoot back on his home planet? That's about the same size as the exhaust port that he has to shoot at the end to destroy the Death Star. Oh, because he had talked about it. I'll give Milan a hint. I used to bullseye blank back at home. You know, the I remember that joke being in Honest Trailers or something about how that's the first hint he's a psychopath. <laughs> I, I love that the hint you gave me is literally the information I already knew. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm missing... <laughs> The name. Oh, you know it, Brian. I Go was ahead. trying to let you get it before I did. Womp rats. Womp rats, that's right. <laughs> that's all I got. All right, cool. I learned Today, I didn't learn any. One in one ear and out the other. Well, you got the hardest question right, Brian. So come on, I just here. guessed a number, and literally because it's the four. <laughs> That's my whole reason. I could tell I won it by how your face felt. <laughs> just like, come on, surprise. Uh, if anyone hasn't figured out, we're reviewing. Star Wars from 1997 to the specialized edition specifically, written and directed by George Lucas with a release date of May 25th, 1977, budget of $11 million, a very, very modest box office of $775.8 million, runtime of two hours and one minute with music by John Williams and a cat in the background. Make Look pretty. And it's Godzilla. <laughs> no! Run, Run! Everybody go to the video version to see the destruction. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before, right before we get into the plot, just got to say I'm still working on uh, like a possible t-shirt, mugs and stuff. But in the meantime, if anyone wants the limited edition i didn't put limited edition i've got a great feeling about this pillow <laughs> uh there's a little something i've got a bad something about this little little is a feeling you got to go over to moviesdope.com to see but we've got <laughs> this is my best <laughs> you want to go and see ryan's ryan's what's your store shop uh ssw.threadless.com if you want to see some real art, <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on, let's be real. Are you you made... okay? Oh, oh, and this gentleman made the movies are dope logo. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I revamped it. I didn't create it. You created it. I 
specialized. We'll you, this is you had the despecialized <laughs> version of your logo, and I just. <laughs> In an alternate oh, universe where, where the specialized version is the... <laughs> what is that? <laughs> well, this is just for everybody. Uh, but this is the version Ryan did. Oh, yes. Look at that. Let me zoom in. That's so pretty. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't uh, decide an intro for the plot. So we're just getting into it with a short time ago in this galaxy. George Lucas, by the way, Ryan, since you it is a time of civil war, you, you can you can literally read the opening scroll. I'm not, I know this is my summary, though. <laughs> I love that you're just like, but I have the, the whole thing memorized. I don't. I only have the first part memorized. Actually, what does the first part mean? Oh. Like, I only have just, it is a time of civil war. That's all I have memorized. I don't know anything after that. Were you asking what is a, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away mean? No, no she no, meant when I, I said, what... I only have the first part yeah. memorized. Right. She wondered what that was. Uh, one piece of trivia I wanted to mention, uh, because it would, it will work with uh, uh, some trivia that Brad show said during uh, mission impossible but who wrote the opening crawl for this movie Mila, i know ryan you got it. i i told you i don't know the real world trivia of star wars i only know the in-universe this lore. i only know the lore of oh, star wars okay yeah i only know the in-universe you know Fair i don't enough. know i don't even know who like directed the movies i just uh, yeah. uh let's see who wrote it um it, the hint is mission impossible one frank oz i guess what was was yoda in mission impossible one? <laughs> i thought maybe a muppet was i don't know <laughs> no brian de palma wrote the opening crawl uh, george lucas gave notes on mission impossible one the brian de palma is the director of mission impossible one and uh, after, like, I guess they were doing their own, like, indie <laughs> kind of directors. Like, yeah, I've got the biggest movie star in the world. You give notes on this. You've got what will become the one of the biggest franchises in the whole world. I'll give you notes. Uh, and apparently the opening crawl was garbage. <laughs> and Brian De Palma rewrote it. Really? Uh, he, yeah, I learned that because of Patton Oswalt's, um, uh, oh. his, anyway, his rant on Parks uh, and Rec. Parks and Rec, yeah. Yeah. Whatever you, whatever it's called, when politicians just keep yeah. talking, you can't interrupt them. Filibuster. Yep. Filibuster. Okay, so the plot. <laughs> A short time ago in this galaxy, George Lucas decided to fuck around with Star Wars and find out what fans would do. Voila, the despecialized edition. <laughs> People didn't like it enough that they went through the annals of history. And copies and re and uh, basically tried remastering or unmastering the versions we've had today to get an original version uh, without all the extra CGI crap and and different music in some of the versions, uh, just haunting images. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Star Wars, not Episode Four, not A New Hope, just Star Wars. Star Wars, or no? Yeah, I, think I, I wrote just War. Never mind. Uh, when the second one was coming out, I think it was literally advertised as Star Wars 2. Like, 
theaters were advertising it as that like early early on oh, i think okay. i think and by the time it come out two? right 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 i think don't see this is real world trivia and i'm not good at that but i know <laughs> that the first one did stay in theaters for like 15 months or something like that some unheard mm. of amount of time so i, I feel like this is a question for afterwards but with this being my first star wars film i feel like i'm lost in the chronology of things so afterwards you have to help me figure <laughs> so in real world release order this was the first movie that ever came out and then it was retroactively oh. or maybe it was always planned that way because they definitely did this way before they made the prequel trilogy but it was retroactively renamed to be Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. And the VHS versions, I believe me and Ryan both had. I don't remember the colors because I've never got, been able to get it from my mom. Um, all of them say Episode 4, 5, and 6. So by the time that VHS was actually available in home release, all the fans knew that there could be a potential three entries beforehand. And then like 30 years later, George Lucas tried getting uh, Steven Spielberg to direct the prequels. Spielberg, like a good friend, but a horrible decision, said, this is yours. You need to direct it. <laughs> and that was the mistake. <laughs> um, I feel hopeful because there's some jokes about this. And I was like, oh, no, the king of Star Wars might not like having his his precious <laughs> poked fun at even nights. <laughs> but... Yeah, so that's that's the rundown. Um, opening crawl, I, and just because I didn't say it, Ryan, of course, I think you already know this, but if there's anything to say, just interrupt me and we'll stop to elaborate. But opening crawl, I never noticed this, but this is the Rebellion's first victory. Mm. They've been in civil war with the Empire, and they've had one victory, according to the opening crawl. Wonder how monumental their second victory will be. Oh, and Princess Leia has some secret plans to the Death Star, and that's super lit. Like Troy from theater. Ha ha! Uh, they got a tail, though, and it's... It's to lose a... What? what did I... All right, I wrote, and it's to lose a tail in space. I, I wrote this yesterday. Little ship followed by a big ship. Uh, kind of looks like the big ship is firing under the little ship. It hits, though, inside C-3PO R2-D2. And a droid cosplaying as C-3PO with a silver budget instead of a gold <laughs> budget are walking down an aisle uh, or a hallway. C-3PO is the opposite of Ted Lasso, a real Nathan Shelley. Uh, and R2-D2 beeps good. Why am I? Okay. <laughs> Wait. You know, he was originally, uh, he had, he spoke actual like regular English words and he had a pretty foul oh, mouth. Yeah. But then they Wait, eliminated really? that. Mm, yeah. Wait, expand. they got rid of that. What's that? Uh, that's pretty what much all I know foul about. It. Mouth. Okay, I don't know. I think he was just rude and probably just rude. I mean, he is still oh, rude as R two D two, but not as cute. Right, right. Since you don't know what he's saying, he's kind of like the like you know funny little droid. But I thought you yeah. meant like in Gar uh, in Guardians of Galaxy Volume Two. He's like, I am Groot. It's like, what do you what he say? Right. Welcome to the freaking Guardians of the Galaxy, but he didn't say freaking. <laughs> I thought no. you meant like that foul. No, 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 no. Just no. fuck up, C three PO. Maybe if it was made in twenty twenty three, probably. But this is seventy seven. People didn't swear back then. 
people went on picnics and rode bicycles. <laughs> <I and stuff. laughs> Just that's not what happened. It was the greatest generation. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, hearkening back to that seventies show, they never said, "I'm gonna stick a, my foot up." Yet. <laughs> definitely never. I think that's what R2 said to C3PO. <laughs> Which foot, though? White guys with guns fight really white guys with guns, stormtroopers, and then a tall ga- glass of cold brew with a cape walks in and breathes all over the place. R2D2, where are you? Uh, he's munching on a floppy disk. That's what he's doing. Lord Vader tortures and kills a dude. Just a cool neck snapping. No big deal. Uh, note his helmet is quite dirty and smudgy. Definitely not mentioning this so I can uh, reference it in the in the future film. The stormtroopers want to stun a lady with their good aim, and they do right after she kills one of them. Uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 take a pod and only survive because, as Family Guy pointed out, the Empire has a budget on how many <laughs> space shots they space shoot. Uh, feel free after this to look up Blue Harvest. Family oh, Guy. So, good. so good. Maybe a lot of references that I don't know that won't land. But um, Princess Leia rips Darth Vader a new one, and she's on a diplomatic mission. A second-in-command basically questions Vader's choices and survives... But survives, and another second in command gives Vader the clue he needs. Follow the droids. The droids landed in the desert. R2-D2 talks about a mission and starts walking towards some settlements he knows about, but C-3PO chooses the completely different direction because uh, the sand looks easier to walk on. Totally makes sense. Can Old you, boy... in escape pods, can you pick where it's going? Or does it just like jettison into wherever and it lands wherever? You're the one who knows all the lore stuff. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I mean, I think this is just like generic space pod or uh, escape pod type of situations. I would hope on a whole sand planet that you could get in the area. You know what I mean? Like right, but they never like said they're flying over Tatooine. He just psh, out they go, and next scene they're on Tatooine. It's pretty convenient. Uh, well, yeah, but I guess the justification is. Uh, Princess Leia was going to Tatooine anyway, or wait, where they, they were trying no, to go to Alderaan? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's weird. It was a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. They just happened to be like, oh, where's the old Jedi? Like the one <laughs> old Jedi left. It's right, like right. close. Oh, we're like <laughs> how lucky from them. <laughs> all right, that makes me feel a lot better about all the jokes that I'm going to make about this. Yeah. The fact that you pointed out the first inconsistency. Yeah, there's many of them. No, the, the even earlier than that, Darth Vader asked the guy a question and then chokes him to death. Doesn't even wait for the answer. So I mean, that's that's another. I mean, he's just ruthless. I do, I do like how gently he cracks the neck. It's not like he doesn't have to go. It's just like. <laughs> Let me just flip. Yep, that's it. That's it. Just doing yeah. some chiropractic shit. <laughs> um, uh, Gold Boy blames Trash Can for tricking him into finding a cool alien snake skeleton in the desert, and then he sees a transport that'll save him. R2-D2 is rolling through, and some little guys give him a shock, and he falls over. They help him up and carry him off, presumably to the emergency room. Oops, I was wrong. <laughs> They're like Tinder. They bring soulmates together because after giving him a tiny piece of jewelry, he wakes up and is, and is reunited with C-3PO. This is the transport and they're surrounded by all the other misfit toys. Stormtroopers fi- <laughs> found the trail and this is the part where I returned the broken Blu-ray that I mentioned. <laughs> um, 
The little guys sell C-3PO and R2-D2 to Luke and his uncle Owen from the movie. From the movie Spirited. Fun detail, the droid soulmates almost get split up again, but a different R2 unit blows a slid and C-3PO actually recommends R2-D2. What a hot and cold relationship, C-3PO. Well, it's funny because like a couple scenes later, when R2 runs away, sorry, spo- spoiler, when R2 runs away, C-3PO is like, oh, this happens all the time. He's really, you can't really trust that droid at all. And like, he's saying all these bad things about him. I'm like, you just recommended for this guy to buy him. And now you're saying all these horrible things about R2-D2. So, yeah. Just reminds me of the supervisors at like Walmart. Oh, they're a great employee. Oh, they messed up. Oh, they, they were always bad. They were always <laughs> bad. It wasn't me. It wasn't my fault. So um, you, did you know, you call him a trash can. You know, somebody like, acted in that trash can in yes. the deserts of tunisia like, isn't that wild they put a person inside of that thing and the person who's played c3po the whole time he i think he said he has to be naked in there. <laughs> like, no he something. doesn't yeah or something close would, to that yeah he wears like a really like a body suit yeah yeah maybe in the first one he did i don't know i mean i think it's pretty hot in the desert so anyway I think. I think I just remember him saying Nate because like me, you could be, you he could be either right. has to be the thinnest guy. Like if it were me, I'd be like money. And then the <laughs> stomach would come and I'd be like, shoot. He, <laughs> in 1977, he acted in the very first one and you wore the same suit in well, the same shaped suit in 2019 when rise of Skywalker came out, the same guy fit in the suit. Like he's the only guy to ever play, uh, C-3PO, other than in Phantom Menace, he was a totally digital version, CGI version of C-3PO. But. What's up, Saved by Yeshua89? Are these uh, are these your emotes, um, Ryan? Uh, I don't know, but Saved by <laughs> Yeshua, yeah, he's a... He is a What's your Twitch uh, channel? Is it Story of Star Wars or Granny Shepton or what? Uh, this, this is your Twitch. He's on your Twitch. No, but I'm asking about yours. Oh. I don't use Twitch. Oh, okay. Everybody. <laughs> I was going to ask if anybody had some prize in the chat for you. Um, but uh, no, people feel, yeah. feel free to follow mine so I can get uh, yeah. monetized. Movies are dope. Anyway, just, <laughs> just like. Uh, I deleted right. all my socials right before we got on here. <laughs> <laughs> I was told to. <laughs> Luke has cabin fever, but for a whole planet. R2-D2 plays a small hologram message. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. R2 says the message is for Obi-Wan Kenobi, but there's no one around named Obi-Wan Kenobi. Just someone with a totally different name of old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> Luke. Maybe he means old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> you know how common the last name Kenobi is. <laughs> so, just so many characters. No future spoilers for future movies, but every character is Kenobi. Just Darth Kenobi. Just everybody. Uh, he, even Luke's last name is Kenobi. Uh, t- <laughs> um, Luke wants to see the whole recording, but the tiny piece of jewelry is stopping R2 from playing it. Luke takes it off, but the message disappears. Luke tells his aunt and uncle about Obi-Wan Kenobi. They give each other some real sus looks, and Uncle Owen says Obi-Wan died around the same time as Luke Skywalker. L- Luke's father. What the heck? Uh, then tells him to wipe R2-D2's memory. Luke wants to apply to the Academy a year early on, and I wrote this into the script. Uh, Ryan, what's the Academy? Like, specifically? The Imperial Academy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like... 
where you could learn to be a pilot and fly a TIE fighter or, you know, work on a huge spaceship, you know, that was like well, a high goal for a lot of people. Of course, the Empire made it seem like that was the best place to work ever, but really they were doing horrible things. I appreciate Owen uh, being a tight ass and not having and letting Luke uh, instead save the galaxy. <laughs> well, see, Luke's friend, uh, Big Starlighter, had, I think that's his name, something really stupid like that. And see the guy had... who gets the weapon that kills whole stars? <laughs> no. Or no, um, Star Killer. Yeah, it's Star Killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so his friend Biggs, I think it's Starlight or something funny like that. He grew up with this guy Biggs, and then Biggs had left like the year before uh, for the academy. But then we see Biggs later. Um, he's on the Rebels team now. So at some point, he left the academy somehow and uh, started flying for the Rebels. So that deserter. <laughs> There's a there was a uh, radio show that came out uh, years ago. I don't even know what year it came out. Um, like a radio drama. Uh, that come out and it was really good. Um, it's old timey type of thing, but uh, and they have like all these additional scenes, um, and they show Biggs coming back and like has this interaction between Luke and Biggs, and it was pretty good. Yeah. So if you can find the radio dramas, they're on YouTube. I went to the effort of um, taking them from YouTube, dividing them into all the different chapters, and re-uploading to podcasts, only to have them deleted for copyright so not the king of star wars remember <laughs> just well to rip edit them together put it, put it all on and try to <laughs> totally casual this is this is what the general viewing audience does i thought it'd be fun to just like listen to it because the only way i have to listen to it now is on google drive and it's a horrible way to listen to something so Touché. um Uncle Owen says no, and when Luke leaves, his aunt says, Luke's a lot like his father, and Uncle Owen says, that's something to be afraid of. Uh, Luke does the dual sunset moment. Wait, what's the song for this? I was gonna, And then I just blanked. You want me to sing it? <clears throat> sure. No, I know you know it, you casual <laughs> <laughs> I don't, How is that lore? I'm not going to sing it. You can, Fair this is audio, you can insert it here. R2 escaped into the night and it's too dangerous to go after him so he so uh, Luke and C-3PO make chase in the morning they catch up with R2 on a mission to the to the Obi-Wan Kenobi who warns them of sand people up ahead R2-D2 warns them of sand people naturally Luke decides they should get ambushed knocked out and captured an old man with the deepest scream ever saves them it's Ben Luke asks after Obi Wan and <laughs> mentions. Do you Uncle... know what the scream was or no? You don't know. <laughs> no. He's imitating a crate dragon, which is like, it's it's basically uh, oh. directly from Dune, where it's this like huge animal that lives. Did you watch the Mandalorian? It was in the Mandalorian. I watched the first two seasons. I was just going to ask. Yeah, you. it was in the second season. Yeah, where the Sand People, it's like their biggest, like the big enemy of theirs. It eats their banthas. So with the IMAX ratio that expanded. What happened? Rewatch that scene. It it the ratio changes. Oh, from really? Normal, yeah, to bigger aspect ratio. Okay. Yeah. So he imitated the sound of a crate dragon to scare off the sand people. 
which uh, right. also so is the skeleton now. <laughs> which is also the skeleton uh, that you see in the background when C-3PO and R2 land on the planet. You see like a skeleton. Will you accept me calling you the king of Star Wars? No, Lord? Jester. <laughs> Jester of Star Wars. The Jester of Star Wars? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Dang it, that's fine. It's I like a much through. lower level. It's like the lowest <laughs> level in the court. So... I won't. I won't accept this position if you're. If it's the lowest, I won't accept you uh, insulting your your great knowledge base. Uh, well, you've got a second request for singing, uh, and then somebody asked, "How about the Duchess, the Duchess of Ciar Wars? Will you accept that?" Yes, I will accept that. That mean I'm married into it. I don't know what Duchess means. So it's definitely not the male word. That's the, <laughs> yeah. That's the Duke, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah. I don't know how the royal <laughs> court works, but just to be there is a gift. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's making me giggle so much, but I love it. Uh, the gesture of uh, Star Wars. <laughs> Um, no, you've already accepted the Duchess of Seattle. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, then Ben corrects, or no, uh, Luke asks after Obi-Wan and mentions Uncle Owen said Obi-Wan was dead. Ben corrects Luke. Ben is Obi-Wan. Then, Bre- then Ben corrects more of the lies Uncle Owen told Luke. Uh, Luke's dad wasn't a navigator. He was a Jedi Knight who fought in the Clone Wars. Then he gives him a weapon. Says Luke's dad wanted him to have it, but that Uncle Owen wouldn't allow it. I love how much gossip Obi is throwing at Luke in just a few minutes. And never once does Luke ask, wait, why have you lived so close by but never (laughs) talked to me or visited? Also, I actually love the back to back. uh, Well, Luke asks how his dad died and Obi-Wan says Darth Vader killed him, then gives Luke a holistic explanation of the force. I love how quickly it's like, oh, yeah, that person's dead. Oh, no, it's not. And then immediately it's like, oh, that but that person's dead. And he's not like, are you sure? Because you weren't dead. Are you (laughs) Is that the truth or not? Just totally like, yep. uh, Just tell me. Tell me this is an empty space. The last person who tells me something, that's what I'll believe. Um, Well, it's kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask that, like, in, in that whole scene there, uh, that's the first time that he gets the lightsaber, correct? Like, yeah. he's never seen one. He's never heard about one before, like, before, realistically, or anything like that. Right? I don't know. Has yeah. he heard about one? He might have, like, heard about them or read about them, but I'm sure he's never held one before. It is so quick weird. that Han Solo doesn't even believe Jedi exist. Like, yeah. I mean, it is, it's, it's interesting that he decides to like light it up right away. You know, he's like swinging it around. There's like this meme of where like Obi-Wan hands it to Luke and Luke has no clue what it is. So he like looks at it and pushes the button and just like goes right into his face. Like you think Obi-Wan be like, hang on. Have you ever like done this before? Like I won't give like my knife, my pocket knife to my kid without like, you know, them wearing a helmet or something. So it's like. A lightsaber. I mean, you could—he could literally kill you in one swipe. <laughs> Wait, you just say you don't hand a pocket knife to one of your kids without, unless they're wearing a helmet. Yeah, I and them, whoever's <laughs> in the area. Took that in stride. Like, yep, yep, totally. Wait, hold on. He didn't take the proper precautions before giving a lightsaber to you know this kid. But 
because he is a kid. Well, it wasn't right? his kid. <laughs> yeah, he's nineteen. So I mean, I, I would say that's okay. a kid. I mean, yeah, 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 an adult kid. But uh, then the whole hologram message is played for Obi Wan. Uh, Princess Leia is asking Obi Wan to deliver R two D two to her father on her home planet of Alderaan, uh, or Alderaan. Uh, the pronunciation changes from scene to scene. Uh, one thing. In this movie. Uh, I will say one thing. I've seen this movie a couple times. This stood out to me this time. Going back, you said he got a new piece of jewelry. That's a mm-hmm. restraining bolt that's put on yeah. a droid to keep them. You can keep track of them. You can make them do what you want them to do. Stuff like that. So when he's playing the message for Luke, he's only playing the same part over and over and over. You know what I mean? And he's saying C-3PO is like, oh, he can only play that much of the message because of the restraining bolt. And mm-hmm. so Luke takes the restraining bolt off. And then that night, R2 runs away. And so yep. it's like very manipulative of R2 to be like, oh, like he somehow like process, like if I only do this and they take this bolt off, then I can run away. And I never thought about that before ever. I don't think I ever really cared about it before, but like this was just like, oh, there's something new. I totally so. thought R2D2 was like the star of this entire film. So <laughs> I, mean, I like- have my opinions at, at the very end where I feel like it was unjust, but we can get to that later. <laughs> Yeah, I was. It's it, you said it was the first time you watched through the whole thing, and it's pretty impressive because I got like a half hour into the movie, and there's like just a few lines of dialogue. You know, it's mostly C3PO who's annoying to listen to talking to a beeping droid for most of the beginning part, and it's just like he's annoying to listen to. And so I'm like thinking about and like going to the theaters way back in '77, and like people being like enamored with this movie i'm like what did they see in this thing like way back then i would have been like sitting in the theaters like oh what is happening right now with like you know beeps and you know annoying complaining gold robots but you also got to remember that we like all the stuff that we've been spoiled by that's right like built off right. the legacy of this like yeah avengers endgame avengers assemble a million people all, right all it's just like no they had westerns right right (laughs) they had millions of westerns so anytime that somebody watches a new hope or the 1977 star wars despecialized edition for the first time (laughs) it's just like i i have to give them like props because i don't think it's an easy thing to do in 2023 to watch the first star wars for the first time and be like wow i like that movie so and we got some cool new uh trivia as well uh, Spondy Licks says, I love that R2-D2's name in the Spanish <laughs> dub of the film is Arturito, uh, which sounds like Perito to me, uh, which means Little Arthur. Hmm. So cool. cute. I wonder if that's like stuck through all the versions or if it's just back then. Um, all right, uh, Obi-Wan immediately assumes that Luke will help and Obi-Wan will teach him the ways of the Force. Luke says he can help a little, but he can't leave the planet, and Obi-Wan takes another shot at Uncle Owen. Uh, Empire leadership is arguing about the rebel threat. Apparently, they're dangerous and too well-equipped, which I love thinking about since, again, they just had their first victory. And I'm kind of on the guy on the side of the dude who's not worried. But, Um, I mean, did you see Rogue One? (laughs) Come on. <laughs> but it, it, that was still the first victory right but it was a pretty i mean it's like pretty good that's victory. A, <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good victory sure right 
So they probably um, weren't they weren't worried until then, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't know where'd they get all these ships from? Where'd they get all this manpower from? Where'd they get all these bomb bombs from?" You know, now all of a sudden. Honestly, either way, this feels this discussion feels so much more real, like like modern day, where if something mm-hmm. as impressive as Rogue One would happen, people on Twitter would still argue. Like, not <laughs> no, that's not that impressive. I could do that. <laughs> I do that every day. Yeah, I do that. We got space station. I just I lift that much. <laughs> um, uh, so the Death Star can destroy planets, but Vader says the Force is way more powerful, which, not going to lie, I kind of wish by, since this movie, we'd seen a Force user crush a planet. <laughs> but at that point, it's just going to become, uh, what's that show that I never really watched? Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Just mm. increasing power levels. Like, oh, now you got to Force push two right. planets together. Yep. But... Uh, then he chokes the dude who thinks the rebels are a serious threat. He chokes him with his mind. Uh, Luke and Obi and the droids come across the Jawa transport that flipped the droids to the Skywalkers. Everybody is dead, and Detective Obi spots a cover-up. Uh, only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. Luke figures out they were looking for the war droids uh, and rushes back to fi- home to find Uncle Ben. I mean, Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru in, uh, and their barbecue bones. <laughs> uh vader tortures princess leia with a droid that has a needle but seriously and why does it have a needle why can't they just use the needle with their darn hands <laughs> oh that had like, me so mad it's sanitation <laughs> <laughs> they're all wearing masks for protocol <laughs> they, they, you missed the part where they, they like take like an out. alcohol wipe and like rub her arm <laughs> <laughs> no the droid's gonna take care of it <clears throat> And I love the beeping noise the droid makes. It's like it like slows. It's like slow beeping, and then once it like comes in, it's like beeping faster and faster. I'm like, what does the beeping mean? Is it like a proximity sensor? It's like I'm close. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like it doesn't make any sense. It's I can imagine it was used to be like very like, oh my goodness, that thing. What's it gonna do to her? But like they just like really focus in on the needle. So honestly, I love considering that it's a torture droid. Some the idea of some programmer being like, okay. So we don't, for the medical droids, we want to soothe people. For the torture droids, we want to make make them get some anxiety. So I'm going to program a little software in here to go beep, 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 And they're like so proud of it. No one noticed. And literally it's Vader watching this ball float in. Like he choked someone to death before. Like couldn't he just torture her? Like a little choking here. Okay, what's the name? You know, a little more, a little more. But I mean, he could have just walked up to her with that needle, and that would have been intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. what you're both not picking up on is that it was way cheaper production-wise to create a whole droid that could float on its own <laughs> and had a needle than just to have the actor go like this and Carrie Fisher go. <laughs> it shows it's so much cheaper. It's just it production. Shows- how much we're going to rely on machines eventually. Like we can't even administer drugs on our own in the future, you know, in the past, whenever it was like, you know, you used to have to go put a record on a record player and lift up the thing. And now you just tell your Alexa device to play it for you. Just like, okay, torture droid, come in. I don't want to feel like, I don't feel like doing anything. So 
Oh wait, that is what you meant. I thought you meant like you tell your Alexa to put the record. No, no. <laughs> we just, we just make machines do whatever we want because we don't feel like doing that thing. So we just make the machine do it because they can, even if it's slower and not effective as as effective. We still would rather the machine do it than us. Wait, what's an example of a machine that does it slower than us and less effective? Um, self-driving cars. Oh, that's the exact one I was thinking of too. Yeah, at this point, I mean, one. Hopefully, once they achieve it, it will be more effective than us <laughs> in car accidents. Yeah, but so maybe this was like version one of the torture droid. Well, let's try this new thing out. It's like comes chunking into the room. You know, it's just like it's just project replace the force <laughs> with automation what you don't see is like just back the hallway there's like a guy with like a remote and like virtual goggles he's just like driving it in. it's like in a lab coat this is no, they, they've achieved sentience <laughs> they, don't, they don't need that uh luke returns to the droids burning oh yeah luke returns to the droids burning bodies what the fuck and obi already knowing like like c3po is literally just like here's a jawa let's burn it (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't know why they're doing it uh and obi already knowing luke's aunt and uncle are dead i have the question did the force tell him earlier that they had died and he just didn't warn luke (laughs) just like i feel a slight disturbance yeah they're dead that was them (laughs) i think he read the situation coming though yeah. Like he knew it was coming and he never even warned. Did he really hate them or something? Like legitimately hate them? Who did Luke hate his aunt and uncle? No. Or did Obi Wan hate? Yeah. Mm. I it's mean, probably like he knew. A... It's kind of like yeah. just, I think it's kind of like, uh, hey, you know, I could be the Funkle. I could come over and be the Funkle. It's like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> We're gonna the funkle who doesn't tell you that like people who raised you are about to die. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this but point, I'm actually gonna think, try to convince thinking you. Thinking like, like 19, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Or thinking like 19, 20 years earlier, he it could have been like I could be the funkle, like if you let me come over or something. It's like no, 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 no. He probably orchestrated the whole thing. He's like Luke, come over to my did. house. I'm convinced that he did. He's I'm like, really Luke, convinced. Come over. <laughs> You're going to give me some reason why you can't leave the planet. I'm going to take care of that right away. Be exactly. Like, okay, he did. Guys, come take care of the aunt and uncle. You know? Why else was he there? Like, he literally, clearly, why else was he even on that planet? Oh, uh, he was sent there when Luke... No spoilers. If you if it's not in this movie, no spoilers. Okay, fine. But, but if, even if it's for Luke, though, that's still, like, suspicious to me. It's yeah. clear... We can tell that he's at least socialized enough on Tatooine that the name Old Ben Kenobi has gotten around. So yeah. he has some friends on the planet. He just never got to sit at the Owen, the Uncle Owen dinner table or whatever. And he could. I mean, well, that's they, yeah. They had mess. What if it's in another movie, but it happens before this time? I mean, is that release date? Because it wouldn't. We you wouldn't have that information available when this movie came out. So we'll just, it's a rare instance, but we'll go release date spoilers, I guess. Um, 
He consoles Luke about his lost family, and Luke just straight up skips past that and jumps to, I'm coming with you. Yeah, he's like, finally, I'm free. I hate (laughs) farming. (laughs) There's nothing here for me here now. I want to lose the way. I want to learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi like my father. (laughs) YOLO. (laughs) (laughs) You had that feeling when you were young and you just wanted to get away from home and do your own thing and that didn't include my parents dying <laughs> right i mean that's kind like, of not the best like, way to go about it <laughs> there could have been like uh look i gotta arrange like the funeral <laughs> plans i gotta sell the land that'll probably help me on my on my adventures there's a crew that i gotta either fire or they'll just take over the whole place i could maybe sell it to a couple i got a forwarding address just give me a phone number or something they can (laughs) send me the credits y'all are going too deep into like just that side of the practical part his family just got killed and he is 19 Like, why yeah. are you about to go with He's this? He's a snowstopath. He, he kills little <laughs> little animals. He, he doesn't. Play, he's just like, okay, my uh, the person stopping me from leaving this planet is gone. <laughs> In a way, Obi Wan orchestrating the death of his aunt and uncle was a favor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay boss eisley stormtroopers question them about the droids and obi does some voodoo that makes stormy uh say everything he said he says uh these are not the droids you're looking for interesting that Obi voodooed the one stormtrooper and none of the others <laughs> like i i gotta imagine as soon as they leave one of them just goes gary what the fuck was that okay <laughs> like, like excuse me uh tarkin <laughs> like there was this weird thing where it was like simon says but he just repeats yeah. everything he says uh it, it was the force moss isley is a place of scum and villainy uh play uh a reference to blue harvest play that same song uh <laughs> werewolf <laughs> and the <laughs> Like, I'm feeling a real R2-D2 C-3PO thing. You're very hot and cold with the songs you'll sing. And then also, oh, a werewolf and the actual devil are a couple of the patrons at the bar. And then we don't serve their kind here. I don't understand the uh, droid racism. A couple drunk jackasses. Well, I think it's just they really don't, like, droids don't drink regular stuff. Like there are droid bars, right? There's places where droids go for a specific fluid and they don't carry it in that location. So sure. But there's a difference between, uh, we don't have any oil for them and we don't serve their kind. They'll have to wait outside. Ah! Well, he wasn't a very good. Hey, you will never find a more wretched eye of scum and villainy. Okay. So he was the scum. You just argued no, against your own point. <laughs> if, if we create machines and they start to like become self-aware and like I'm going to be nervous, that they're gonna, I'm going to be like, no, don't come into my establishment machine. You can stay out of my establishment. So I don't blame him. Machines don't have feelings. They have programming. So I'm sure there's no uh, prequel series that'll show that uh, sentient droids aren't a new thing. <laughs> Uh, a couple drunk jackasses decide they really need to start a bar fight with Luke. So Obi-Wan almost gets shot and one bully pays a hand sum. 
<laughs> Get it? <laughs> was that not another sign right there? Like he had not pulled out anything quite this like legit yet. And all of a sudden he does that and he hasn't said anything. He hasn't like, I'm going to be questioning whether or not I should still be following this person. I don't know. I just, I think Luke Skywalker. He did stand up for him though. I mean, he did warn the guy. He's like, you know, this, you don't want to mess with this guy. You know I mean? He's like, don't, this isn't a fight worth having. And the guy's like, I'm going to still poke the bear and then cuts his arm off. So, I mean, it was kind of a rash reaction in my opinion, but it's like when you have to like, at least he got a gun pointed at him first. Right. Like, yeah. Self-defense. But to the point of Luke, like not, like not questioning anything. Someone who has been a nineteen-year-old uh, white boy, I was really fucking stupid. <laughs> I'd listen to anyone. <laughs> if someone had a lightsaber, a I'd follow them forever. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> be like hey he's he's probably gonna die in a couple of years like that'll just be mine <laughs> he's probably gonna wait. die in like 48 movie minutes so i'll probably just follow him for a while <laughs> anybody out there fact check that's probably to the second <laughs> uh, the sum he paid was his hand yada yada obi-wan cut off into his hand and nobody cared uh and then i honestly i straight up forgot that the band played a second song because <laughs> they did play a second song right before um, they met with Han. So uh, I think the um, the werewolf was taken out then. I think in the special editions. I think it it looked like the werewolf hand, but I didn't get a good look at the. Yeah, he cuts off the arm of the like contorted face guy, right? Not the like mm-hmm. brr, like with like the tube looking guy, right? Oh, but I I get what you mean. I that they like completely removed the werewolf and probably the devil and put new aliens. In. I think the devil's still in there, but like literally when they were like coming up with all these characters to be in that scene, they needed a lot of people and they were just like grabbing whatever they could find in whatever studio they were at. And that was the werewolf was one of the things I think they took it out, but I'm not sure. Yeah. If you want a trippy experience, feel Milan, feel free to watch the Disney plus versions of these movies <laughs> and yeah. just like, all as soon as you can, after watching the specialized edition, it'll just be like, Oh, what the, Oh, that is but, bad. CGI. I think when they're f- coming up to Moss Eisley before they go and like get stopped by the stormtroopers, there was a moment. This is how far I got into it. I think there was a moment where they, the speeder goes and then a, an animal, in the foreground just blocks the whole screen and it's not out of focus it's the bad early cgi animal where it's in focus no matter how close or far it is and just blocks the whole screen just you see its belly going by and i'm just i was just like what are we doing here (laughs) like that doesn't even make sense to me yeah anyway um obi-wan and luke negotiate and hire a pilot, co-pilot, and ship for transport. Han Solo, Chewbacca, and the Millennium Falcon. Uh, Obi-Wan says Luke will have to sell his speeder so they can afford transport, and Luke's like, yellow planet, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Han's happy. The payment will save his neck. A bounty hunter Greedo shows up. I never noticed this before, but it's funny that Chewie walks right by Greedo and doesn't lose a step. He's on a mission to get to the Millennium Falcon, ready to get the Millennium Falcon ready. And a bounty hunter he'd know, and he'd know is there for <laughs> Solo. 
not his problem. Also, Chewie's not Greedo's problem. <laughs> they right. just go by each other. It's like, yeah, yeah, cool. Well, we um, don't know how big of a deal Greedo is. Like, I bet there's a bunch of bounty hunters in that. It's like it's like that. Um, is that Deadpool? Where like you go? No, where's that? Like, once you're in like this place, even though you're enemies, you can't. John Wick? Like, is that in John Wick? Yes, sir. Okay, the Continental. Like you can't do any like bad stuff in there. No so. business on continental grounds. Yeah. I mean, that uh, can't be yeah. true though, right? Because they've attacked, because he attacked and cut his hand off. So that was the kind of like the rule in the place. Right. Well, that that's the rule for um, John Wick. That's never actually stated here. No, yeah. I just wondered if like there'd be all these bounty hunters there probably, or like people who knew that Han Solo was wanted. True. So, but I mean, if Han Solo knows Greedo's name, Chewbacca's gonna know. He's they've been they've been life partners. Right. Or Greedo just life. waited until Chewbacca left to make his movies. Like now that the muscles he gone, walks right past him. Right, so <laughs> their Greedo's shoulders like, almost graze. Sweet Chewbacca's out of here. Now I can confront Han because Chewbacca could literally rip my arms off, but he's not here anymore. All right, this won't make sense to you, Milan, because you. you haven't seen force awakens but you remember how everyone was like why or no the last jedi actually i don't remember which one i think it was the force awakens yeah it was uh where princess leia just or uh general leia organa just walks straight past chewbacca and like hugs ray and it's like that's your friend like right. they were further apart in that scene than greedo and chewbacca in this. <laughs> if yes. chewbacca had left and then Han Solo got up, and they were like ten feet away. And then Greedo came out. Different story. I'm not gonna well, like that. Maybe Leia good. and Chewbacca don't have a good relationship because she does not give him a medal at the end of the movie. So I think. Wait, Chewbacca I forgot probably... that I broke the rule. Future spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna uh, stop you. Uh, TLDR: Hands in trouble with a guy named Jabba, and Han shot first. Uh, fun fact: Jabba was supposed to show up in this movie. Thank God he got taken out. Uh, that's another as a version human. of the specialized as edition. a human. Yeah. Uh, the Mil- the Millennium Falcon. What a piece of junk! Chewie gets in the cockpit and his head hits a pair of hanging dice. I've literally never noticed that before in my life. Um, but yeah, you can see. I'm sure the dice won't be important in the future. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just given way too much importance. Uh, it's a good merchandising opportunity for sure. This is the most accurate and depressing sentence that'll ever be <laughs> uttered on these spaceballs when they merchandise everything. It, they made a good point. Uh, Han loads every one everybody up, and some rat tipped off the Empire. Han exchanges gun blasts with some stormtroopers, and they fly off. <laughs> In space, the battle continues until they're able to jump to light speed. The Death Star approaches Alderaan. Uh, since the torture didn't, bot didn't work, Governor Tarkin threatens to blow up Alderaan unless Princess Leia gives up the rebel base. She folds and tell him where, tells him where the base is. The, now, the fact that I wrote it down and I didn't remember, that's sad. Dantooine. He's actually Grand Moff Tarkin at this point. Um, oh, she refers to him as Governor Tarkin as like a little like jab at him because she doesn't you know that's his old position she knows that he's not that anymore but still calls him that okay nice the uh the duchess of cr wars <laughs> <laughs> <TR. laughs> 
Uh, Arkin destroys Alderaan anyway. On the Millennium Falcon, Obi-Wan Kenobi almost has a heart attack. He felt the the deaths of everyone on Alderaan. Uh, Chewie's losing to R2 at a holographic chess monster looking game. Luke is training with his lightsaber and Han debates him on whether the force exists. Uh, Obi-Wan covers Luke's eyes and has him try again with the lightsaber. He stretches out with his feelings and does better. Vader and Tarkin learn that Princess Leia lied to them. It was an already deserted base. Funny detail, after Vader says, I told you, she would never consciously betray the rebellion. There's a few seconds of Vader raising and gesturing his hand without saying anything before (laughs) the next shot. Tarkin orders the killing of Princess Leia. The Falcon arrived. Uh, Well, James Earl Jones did not act as Darth Vader. He only did the voiceover. So it's probably David Prowse, who was the actor, probably was saying something, and they just dubbed over. I think uh, it was fixed in a in a specialized edition. I'm sure. James Earl Jones. It was like seven hours or something is what he spent doing the voiceovers, and David Prowse spent like whatever months involved yeah. in this movie and got like nothing from it. He didn't even tell him he wasn't going to be the voice until the movie came out and he saw it at the premiere that he wasn't the voice. So yeah, there's footage. Basically imagine the voice of a tall white British guy. <laughs> I think, I think it was right. I don't know. Yeah. Don't yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, just saying like, uh, what's a line from this movie, Ryan off the top of the head that, Darth Vader says. Uh, if this is a diplomatic mission, where's the ambassador? This is a diplomatic mission. Where's the where's the inv- <laughs> I already forgot the word you said. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, they have like footage of that. It's like that scene right there that like you can watch. I think it's on YouTube somewhere. Um, and uh, yeah, he doesn't sound menacing really. So. Uh, the Falcon arrives at Alderaan. Alderaan uh, and winds up in an asteroid field instead. Alderaan has been blown away, but by what? Nothing is that strong. A TIE fighter fi- flies past them, all nonchalant. Then I they have a try. Question. To... Yeah. Sorry, am I stopping you too many times? No. Okay. If, you're if you a don't, princess... it'll just be my voice droning on. <laughs> if you're a princess of a planet about. that no longer exists, are you still a princess? You'll always be a princess in here. Like she's like or is promising she just money queen? to Han. I'm like, who, who's paying this money now? Like where where well, she got your it, money? Right? He did get she, it, yeah. She also didn't promise anything. I mean, like Luke oh, told him, true. and then I think the rebellion might have paid him or compensated him. Probably. Perhaps. Uh <laughs> to answer your question, Ryan. Ah, it disappeared. Uh that rule only applies to duchesses. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but uh, I'm getting everything straightened out again. Um, where was I? The Falcon, uh, a TIE fighter flies past them all nonchalant. They try to chase it down so it can't snitch on them and they follow it to, to a small moon. That's no moon. Uh, I have interesting that there were two versions of this line because Luke says, I have a very bad feeling about this. And then uh, they want to flip a bitch and leave, but lo, the Death Star has caught them in a tractor beam. Han wants to fight, but Obi-Wan suggests mischief instead, and uh, I sense something. A presence I've not felt since. And then Vader struts away from the Falcon as 
It's just like leave them hanging, leave them one more. <laughs> the Empire's gonna scan the ship. They kill the uh, our heroes, kill the stormtroopers, and wear their clothing instead. There's a four in the. Can number. I just? Can we just like pause here for a second? Because it wasn't until this moment in the film that I actually even started getting interested in this movie. Like yeah, up until I this believe point, you. it was. It, I believe hey, you. I appreciate you getting this far. <laughs> Honestly, I'm shocked, especially in retrospect, how how scant all the um, all the staples were. Like the the battles in space, not super exciting. I mean, even Blue Harvest says, uh, "Don't worry, kid. I got some maneuvers." You're <laughs> Drifting listlessly to the left. Right. That's your maneuvers. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, there's one lightsaber fight in the whole film, and it's kind of like, like high five, just a little high five, showing that we're playing. You know. So somebody um, redid that fight, uh, probably four or five or six years I ago. I saw now. one. I got no, 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 no. Somebody took the scene between Alec Guinness and this Darth Vader. And like redid it, and they like used footage from the original fight, but also like used a lot of like computerized footage of where you can't see their face. And it's like a seven or eight minute like uh, lightsaber battle where they're like jumping off the walls and doing flips and doing all this stuff. I forget. It's like they took whatever scene it is, it's like scene 68 remastered or whatever it is, and you can find it on YouTube. Um, and it's like, it's, I was like, oh, they need to just, they need to remaster these movies again and just shove this in and that would be good enough. But it was, uh, it was really good. So look that nice. up. Yes, I am not the biggest fan of how much quicker, well, future spoilers, <laughs> the movements are. Cause I mean, this, I will say for this one, uh, Mark Hamill was told that lightsabers are heavy like Excalibur doesn't really make sense for this uh well probably doesn't apply to this one makes more sense for the other ones because this one they were very much like (laughs) kind of like booping a nose just like there's my lightsaber um although i didn't i didn't remember that al guinness was like spinning on his heel basically (laughs) at one point he went (laughs) like just spun all the way around uh uh then they kill the men in the control room. R2-D2 plugs into the computer and figures out where Obi-Wan needs to go to, de- to deactivate the tractor beam so they can escape. Then R2-D2 finds out Princess Leia is prisoner on the ship. Luke, Han, and Chewie go to save her. Han almost doesn't go, but money. Uh, they're playing prisoner transport, and Chewie is playing the prisoner. When they reach the detention center, the soldiers there, there try to follow protocol, so the heroes massacre everybody. It is good excitement. Some cameras get destroyed multiple times. Uh, Han Solo tries smooth talking his way out of more stormtroopers showing up, but it was a boring conversation anyway. So he didn't, me- he didn't memorize any lines for that. He wanted it to sound totally spontaneous. So I there was no that. lines. Yeah. That was perfect. <laughs> I love <laughs> now in my mind, I'm just imagining like, yeah, no, no, I want it to sound natural. We have. There's a script you're supposed to. Like, someone wrote yeah, this yeah, yeah. for you. We paid yeah, someone a, a lot years, of money to write this. Yeah. In a few years, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to pretend like I'm sick. And when they're like, all right, it's so all that choreography you've been practicing. I was like, oh, I got a, I got a tummy thing. Let me just shoot him. 
in a in a Jones of the Indiana. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna find out that uh, Harrison Ford just has days where he's just like, nah. Yeah, he's just better like at covering it up than Bruce, than Bruce Willis is. <laughs> um, Han Solo try. All right, I already did that. Luke opens up the cell, and Princess Leia, fresh off her, uh, fresh off her entire family, entire home, entire planet being destroyed, and also the fact that she's sentenced to death, is taking a nice nap, lounging around like a young Burt Reynolds, ready to nag the next stormtrooper she sees. Totally normal. Actually, I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a lot of similarities between her and Luke. <laughs> just yeah. just death. Oh uh, yeah, but that was like like four hours ago. So like <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because later on, well, I'll wait till you get to later on. Maybe you'll talk about it. Go for it. Let's see. So so later on, after uh the fight happens between Obi-Wan, they get back in the Millennium Falcon and um Luke's like very upset, obviously. Um, and Leia is the one there to like comfort him because this old dude that he's that he met like six hours ago is dead and her entire planet is destroyed and she's the one comforting him because this old guy died so it was just kind of funny but i didn't get that deep into it i started making fun of the fact that he's still like i'll call it aunt or buy yolo right (laughs) different angle um interesting note when luke says he's there to rescue her and she tells him or and tells her he's there with ben kenobi she doesn't go ben kenobi i wonder if he means obi-wan kenobi (laughs) she just knows and they haul ass out of there stormtroopers are kind enough to cut off their only escape route uh c3po tries giving them another way out but no dice leia shoots them a backup plan into the garbage chute flyboy either i'm gonna kill her I'm beginning to like her. Uh, in the two seconds between Luke jumping into the garbage chute and Han jumping in, Luke has enough time to land, get up, look around, try to shoot the door, dodge a bouncing laser, and then watch Han land. Because when Han shoots at the door, and by the way, after that, like Chewie must have gotten up and gotten in front of the door again. Uh, Luke, uh, and they all dodge the bouncing laser. Luke yells, I already tried that! <laughs> <laughs> Luke gets baptized by a one-eyed monster in the water. I got a bad feeling about this. And then they almost get crushed like beer cans. R2-D2 and C-3PO save them. The humans escape the garbage room and they take a really sweet couch they found there. How is that entire contraption even like functional? Why do they have it to where it smushes the trash but also has a living creature in there that's meant to eat it? uh ryan tell me if this is inaccurate i'm just guessing but my guess is that the creature can go about some like pipes between the rooms they crush the stuff and maybe the creature eats the stuff that gets crushed and rusted yeah i don't think the creature is supposed to eat the trash it's kind of like it's just living in there i don't think its job is to eat the trash um why is it there though Maybe it eats the organic matter that gets thrown know. down. It's interesting because, like, you the, see the head pop up, right? And you're like, you expect it to be like a snake or something. But further down its body, it's like the size of like four humans put together. It's like the size of what the whole creature looks like. 
So I never really understood how they're standing on this the thing. The size of a human centipede. And this like six foot tall creature is like right above the water. So I never really understood how that worked. But uh, yeah. Well, I mean, not, it's not four humans stacked end to end. <laughs> how do you know, though? How do I know what? I mean, it's long, right? No. Right? It's, no. it's not? It's not long. I thought it was long, so it's not long. It's like just tall? Just bring up your browser and look for Dianoga, and you'll see what it I looks like. I don't think I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta like seeing what uh what the aliens in Among Us actually look like. That <laughs> they release just some freakish monsters. Or some but, yeah, it's here. like a really strange looking creature, um, which is like it's very wide and it's actually like circular. Um, so how do you I don't know D I O N O G A. D-I-O. D-I-O or D-I-A? Dianoga. D-I-A-N-O-G-A? Dianoga, okay. Images. And this looks like the Dungeons & Dragons books I used to read instead <laughs> of actually finding anyone who played Dungeons & Dragons. You can find all the... Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> I, I didn't see the, the lady clutching her pearls. <laughs> At a baby sticking its head out of the toilet. Why would they have that on a ship? So sewage treatment. Okay, I guess that makes some sense. So it is there to eat the trash. But then why Uh, do you have a contraption that would destroy it? To make it... um, Well, it escaped. Like Once it started crushing, you mean like you think that it'll crush the alien thing? The Dianoga. I mean, did it? Did it escape? That's huge. No, well, it it must have because Luke comes up after they hear "dunk dunk," and it's like, "What happened?" It's like, "I don't know." Just let me go, and it's gone from there. And then it gets crushed. I think it can. Well, obviously, it's it's so go somewhere. It grows up to twenty meters in diameter. Um, Oh wait, no, it twenty meters. That's what it says. Mouth of mouth on bottom of body. So basically. It was trying to get it underneath itself to eat it and like sit on it. Sit on. <laughs> All right, I'll just lean into it. Sit on Luke's face to eat him. <laughs> Origin believed to be the planet Vodron favors warm, watery environments, but can survive radical shifts in temperature, including boiling, impervious to pollution, and then an occasional residential problem when sewers back up. I don't, hmm. I don't see anything here that's... Oh, yeah. Diagnoses are used by many in sewage treatment. So basically, I don't know, maybe eating their poop. Yeah. Human human matter. That's why it likes uh, Luke. <laughs> yeah. I stand I by know. that the design is terrible. <laughs> and it doesn't hey. make sense to me. <laughs> it makes I think probably when they came out with it, and the when, when they created that monster, I doubt they created it the rest of the way they're like we're gonna have this like snake looking thing pop up you know it's gonna be like a little river creature that's gonna attack them and then later on they're like oh we could turn this thing into this ginormous thing and have it be somewhere else so yeah if you didn't know milan the the like extended universe books and stuff got to such an extreme point that like a character who gets named once has has stories on the side full stories or like uh, what's the Wikipedia for Star Wars, Ryan? Like full entries 
Wikipedia. Wikipedia. (laughs) Yeah. Like Wedge has more stuff, but I almost promise that every single person in Red Squadron or the Red Team like has their full histories. Like Porkins, what's his whole? I bet he's got a trilogy at least, which... (laughs) I only remember his name because that that was some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Porkins. I'm glad that yeah. George Lucas became what he wanted to once make fun of. <laughs> Just a, a little, little yeah. Um, Han and wait. Uh, Obi Wan deactivates the tractor beam. Han and friends try sneaky sneaking back onto the Falcon, but they trip over some stormtroopers and hijinks ensue. Han and Chewie are try chasing off the stormtroopers. So Luke and Leia, how did we not immediately know they were actually spoilers? Um, can get on to the Falcon. I did. I didn't realize. Uh, didn't know Milan and see this. So uh, <laughs> let me just Men in Black you. Forget what I said. Um, I should have had a flash for that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but everyone gets chased and shot at by stormtroopers. Only quote. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. <laughs> Luke shoots one of them and they will helm scream into the void. Then Luke saves them by Tarzan swinging and Princess Le- Leia gives him a kiss for good luck. Stop wasting time, Leia. <laughs> I just brought the energy up to 12. Uh, Darth Vader waits for Obi-Wan Kenobi. They lightsaber and chill and a million Instagram posts were born. You can stripe me down and I can sh- I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The lightsaber jamboree distracts the stormtroopers enough that the crew can sneak onto the ship. Instead of helping continue the distraction, Ben just sacrifice poses for Luke's benefit and lets Vader slice him like bread. He disappears like a hologram. Big whoopsie, because Luke yells, Vader, uh, Luke yells, no! <laughs> Why is there more emotion in that moment than when his aunt and uncle died? <laughs> yeah. Look, the, the, uh, he really didn't want to be a farmer. <laughs> the, the answer is the blood of the coven is thicker than the water of the womb. <laughs> Although I like yours better. <laughs> Fun fact, true story. The phrase blood is thicker than water. The original was the blood of the, the, uh, the blood of the coven is thicker than the water of the womb, meaning that the bonds you make through friendship that you choose are thicker than the, are more resilient and permanent than the ones you're born into. That's the original quote. You've only known them for like a day. I know. I wasn't. It, that wasn't a, supposed oh, to be a serious. <laughs> no, they're backing you up. They're backing up. Uh, que- <laughs> my frustration. <laughs> uh, and they get shot at a bunch of crunch. Uh, Vader stops. Steps on Kenobi's robes to make sure he didn't just honey, I shrunk the kids, which is a weird touch. Uh, Luke shoots the door, keeping Vader from joining their shootout. Vader's saber glitches from its normal red color and is a non-illuminated white CGI continuity error. Mm. Uh, the Falcon and crew escape. Luke is devastated that old Ben, who he's known for a day or less, is dead. <laughs> Remind me, what devastation did he display for old Uncle Ben and Aunt May? Spider-Man, Luke is not. Uh, no time to be frowny, though. TIE fighters are in pursuit, so Han and Luke have to man the guns. Get it? Because they're men? Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, Brian, stop! <laughs> I appreciate the... 
glad I've never heard those words. I hope to never hear them again. I mean, if I do, I will. But it sounded kind of distressed how you said it. Um, moving on. Move along. Move along. Um, it's a good and exciting space shootout. Great, kid. Don't get cocky. Uh, and I'm not even going to spoil the joke for these uh, Family Guy version. They escape. Back on the Death Star, we find out it was a ruse. The ship was a ho- the ship has a homing beacon on it. Tarkin and Vader meant for them to to escape. The Tie Fighters dying was Which just Leia said earlier. The plan. When they escaped, Leia said, "So that was way too easy." She said uh, it close. She said it right after. Because uh, back on the Falcon, Princess Leia says says that. And my question was: So should they search the ship? Maybe go right. anywhere except directly back to the rebels. Right. Like land uh, somewhere and like look around it, see like what's what. And then, or just give some, transmit the message, give it to a different team, get on a different ship, anything. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, Han says, I don't, IDGAF, I just want the money, 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 and Leia storms off. The boys, girl talk about them maybe dating the princess luke gets jelly of han's confidence about the the situation uh they go directly back to the rebel base and get the death star blueprints off r2d2 cut to the death star is approaching the rebel base in the meantime in mere seconds they've poured over the vast and complicated blueprints of the death star sent out a meeting memo sent out reminder memos for the pilots who forgot to rsvp to the first memo and have now <laughs> gathered for a debriefing of the plan also the presented the presenter pronounces it princess leah tldr yeah. but they have to do a top gun maverick the shit but if you watch rogue one it makes a little more sense so <laughs> You should have allowed Milan to watch Rogue One before making her We're watch. We're gonna this watch movie. it in the release date. Because <laughs> then I will. T- I, this feels relevant, so I'm gonna tell you in Rogue One when they deliver no, the message. Go for it. <laughs> all right, I won't spoil it. Well, now I want to know, especially if it's gonna make some of this other nonsense make sense. Haha! Yeah, you'll have I feel to like... just keep coming to review that. <laughs> There's so There's much information that she needs to know. She's got all no, these nobody false needed to know ideas about Obi Wan. And... Yeah, because right now I I do not like Obi Wan. I think that like I was happy when he died. I was just like, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> See, Look, I'm, I'm loving this man. so much. I'm so excited for when we get to the Last Jedi because I want to see if the if Barney Stinson's. Uh, star wars theory about what at what age you see it uh holds up but i won't go into any more details uh and then after saying tldr but they have to do a top gun maverick i quoted the shaft leads directly to the reactor system that's what george lucas said when he seduced me uh <laughs> dead stars a little i was originally gonna say brad but uh and i was and i know he'd be cool with it but if he's not here i'm not gonna think yeah i said ryan i did spend <laughs> Some time at your house. <laughs> we had some bottomless uh, pizza together. Yes, sir. It was delicious. The I uh, still firmly disagree with the chef. It was a delight. <laughs> uh, the Death Star is a little closer, and then in mere seconds from after that, Luke has changed his outfit, gotten a briefing on how to fly an X-wing, and gets to catch up with Han and Chewie. 
who are fully stocked up and leaving at a leisurely pace. They got paid. They got a jet. Real rocking and group vibes, baby. Also, the truth, the reason why this is all skipping to uh, so quickly is because in the original edit, there was no the uh, Death Star just comes in and gets on the correct side of the planet. And then during all these like screenings or whatever with uh, Brian De Palma, probably uh, Steven Spielberg, somebody, I forget who, mentioned there needs to be more tension and buildup. So they added, they saw what they could do with the footage and then added this, uh, the, the fat, the idea that. Uh oh. Yeah, we lost them. <laughs> lost them. Yeah, I always thought that was interesting until he comes back. So the Death Star can travel through hyperspace. And for some reason, when it comes out of hyperspace, it's on the wrong side of the planet from the moon. You would think they would just hyperspace jump to the correct side. Because like the, the Rebel base is on like the moon, and they end up in front of this big, like huge like red planet in their way. Is like the uh, is Yavin. Right. Which... Going on. Oh, welcome uh, back. We carried on without you. I appreciate. It. Normally, this happens when like Google Chrome has gotten to their 16 gig limit, but we've been going for like an hour. <laughs> I've, I've, yeah. I don't know why I was crashing. Anyway, um... in the interim, Milan had decided to change her name to Melanium Falcon. So. I totally I believe that because in three <laughs> seconds she would have changed it. Y'all would have made jokes about it. And then she yes. would have been like, you know what? Let's not confuse the dumbass. Let me put it back out of consideration. That sounds right, right. That's realistic. But what I, uh, but yeah, basically the whole, the death stars going around the planet was added in post. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Cause I was just saying to Milan, how like, why wouldn't they just jump to the far side of the planet where the yeah. moon is? And that's not a question you're going to ask if you ever see The Last Jedi. It's just not. Um, moving on. <laughs> uh, Luke gives him gives Han a little guilt tripping, and Han wishes the Force to be with him. I actually like that uh, hothead Han responds to some sass with some kindness. Oh, um, uh, I don't think it's kindness. I, was that all. kindness? I didn't think that no, was kindness. No, that was passive yeah. aggressive. Because he doesn't Ooh, believe in the absolutely. Force. Oh, He's absolutely. like, oh. May the force be with you. That's why Luke like kind of like. But his delivery wasn't like that. I, I maybe I gotta rewatch it. But like, because this is what I'm remembering. Because I did this part today. Uh, this part of the summary. Luke says, basically, uh, now that you got your money, you're gonna leave. Good luck. And he starts walking away. And Han, for me, for my money, gent more gently says, "Hey, Luke. May the force be with you." And like, yeah. Luke's still acting like a pissy little brat, but right. But like Han earlier was like, ah, you fucking idiots. You fucking believe in that shit. Like, right. So if it was passive aggressive and I, I could be wrong, I'd be, I would expect him more to be like, Hey Luke, may the force be with you. <laughs> like, yeah, you know in a harrison ford kind of okay i know i delivered that wrong because i was super i literally like my hand almost went like this <laughs> but like harrison ford I, I i don't know i thought that was a sweet moment i could be wrong no but in the comments a, i think it was a jab so i think he was like oh yeah may the force be with you it's like saying to like a known atheist oh god bless <laughs> 
Like, exactly. That's how I took it. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, bless your heart. You think this is okay. It's like if when Brian, when you were leaving my house, I'm like, oh, here's a honey cooked ham for your journey home. <laughs> oh, because I'm vegetarian. Right. I got you. Yes. Maddie Something I know about you. <laughs> and like, you know, I don't know. Hey, Ryan, Star Wars is the worst. See ya. <laughs> That's like what you would say. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I do. I remember when I was at my buddy Christian's house and he, like I'd mentioned once that I was vegetarian and I don't blame him. I got a garbage memory. He was like, I got us tacos. And, like, surprised <laughs> me when it got there and it was chicken or steak or something. <laughs> and he felt so bad. I was like, no, I like the thought. It's fine. Yeah. I wouldn't have bragged. Um, funny moment later he he was like oh cool i got and pulls out like the bottom freezer he's like i got chicken fuck (laughs) he was gonna say he had chicken nuggets i'll never forget i love it but i mean i get it i might be wrong i'll have to rewatch it um if i remember which i won't we'll start by rewatching that for the next episode uh Luke mopes to Leia about Han. Uh, maybe we should ship Luke and Han. Oh, never mind. When he says he's sad Ben isn't there, the kiss on the cheek Leia gives him makes him say, Han who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, C-3PO wishes R2-D2 luck. Stop sticking your toes in the pool, C-3PO. Commit to the love of your life already. Uh, ben talks in Luke's head, and he and Luke doesn't say anything about it. I get it though. Real catch twenty two. A uh, red squadron gets red e to make their move about the- <laughs> against the just-, <laughs> just live. Thank you. Ryan. I live for those moments where friends just die a little bit inside. I'm sorry. <laughs> that sounded really wavy than I meant. <laughs> From the cringe. <laughs> um, a couple quotes from that. Uh, the size of that thing. Preparing for the target shaft now. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, Oscar Isaac freaking drifting in an X-Wing in The Last Jedi. Peak space battle. Uh, yes. But this still holds up. Except for them calling the guy with the cheeks Porkins. <laughs> um, so it was funny. We were, you were talking about them getting ready. And they're going towards the Death Star. And mm-hmm. I, I forget who it is. Is it Wedge that says uh, the size of that thing? Like after, right after he says that? Uh, the gold leader guy or the red leader, I forget who it was, is like, enough chatter. And like, someone said one sentence, and he's like, enough chatter. It's like, time to get, it's like, oh my goodness, pretty strict here in the rebels. Ben whispers in Luke's head, and he thinks it's an AI voice changer. People die, Luke gets hit, and R2 is a good droid. Wedge saves Luke from the, from the wedgie on his rear. Cool note from the Despecialized Edition. Around 1 hour, 46 minutes, 35, 36 seconds, three Y-wings are going across the screen, and right before the shot cuts away, uh, the two lower wings disappear like a continuity error. Kind of like uh, Vader wagging his hand without speaking. I'm assuming this was from the original version, Uh Either that or the Despecialized Edition isn't perfect. Darth Vader has entered the chat. The Y-Wings direct all their power to the front deflector screen, so Darth and boys have an easy time of attacking them from the rear. I wrote that before he 
something the pilots say, stabilize your rear reflectors in response to the guns in front of them holding their fire. And I really like that because it's a small like attention to detail, uh, but it makes them seem like they're not complete idiots. If they're, but like really, like in two seconds, like why'd they stop firing? Oh, right. Stabilize your rear deflectors. Who probably, you know, right. Uh, Darth still fires at them from behind and kills them quick though. Uh, they came from behind. Enough. I actually did. <laughs> so when they were like, like, that wasn't supposed to sound. Oh, very. Sorry. When they were like, um, a lot of the like scenes with the X wings and the Tie Fighters like in space. It's just like they show like the same footage every time they go into like the trench. You know, they uh do the same maneuver where they like kind of like you know, and they like each in formation do that. I guess yeah. uh, Lucas had watched like a or had somebody I don't know if he did like watch a lot of like World War Two I think dogfighting, um, and so when I which I don't care about any of that. Uh, so when I know Star Wars, I know that, and then so just recently I watched Top Gun for the first time, and I'm like, oh, this is just like how the X wings are flying in Star Wars. I'm like, this is like how they're they're literally like like it's funny how similar it is. What are they like? 10 or more years apart when did top gun come out uh let me see late 80s um but like it feels like the exact same thing where like you get this outside look of the x-wing that you can't really see who's in there or what's happening then you zoom in and they're like inside of the x-wing you know and then you like zoom back out and like the x-wing is just like flying there and they do these cool maneuvers and you go in and there's like you know it's all shaking going on inside the x-wing but uh we lost Brian. That's actually again. probably what I like. Uh, I like the least about like the those aerial flight scenes. Right. You, it's so impossible to tell like who's doing what, who's in that ship, and where they're going. And they're always inside, like looking behind them to try and see like who's on them. And it's just, I mm-hmm. feel like it takes you out of it so easily when it's exactly. Like, yeah, you don't really feel. Um, in the newer Top Gun movie, I feel like they did a lot better, and I'm sure in newer Star Wars they do better at that as well, but. I don't really think I thought about as much as in this one. But... Mm, well, looks nope. like I'm going to find out what the differences are in the other Star Wars films. <laughs> <laughs> it would be interesting to watch the one on Disney Plus right after you've watched this one. Um, I don't know if you're planning to do more of these with Brian or not. Um, but I, whenever I tell people what movie, like if they're like, I want to watch Star Wars, which one should I start with? Because, you know, there's episode one which came out, you know, I, the fourth movie, and there's episode four, which we just watched, which came out as the first movie, so it's always confusing. But there's mm-hmm. one called Rogue One, which came out in, like, 2018 or 16. I forget when it came out. Um, but it actually was, like, so it's, it's recent. The CGI is really well done. And it explains, basically what it does is it explains how we get to the beginning of a new of a new hope. This one that we're in now. Is that the one with? Uh, that's the one that like most people know nowadays for the newer actors and everything. I'm assuming. Well, there's the sequels which have come out. Um, they're like episodes seven, eight, and nine. Okay, so um, that's different. That's later. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Rogue One um, was kind of a one-off uh, story. Um, like the okay. main the main issue in this movie is how how they get the Death Star plans back to the Rebels, right? Princess Leia is giving them to R2 and he's putting them in whatever and um, 
in Rogue One, it shows how they got the Death Star plans to begin with. Okay. In this movie, we start with the Rebels having the Death Star plans, but we have no clue how they got them. Um, But in Rogue One, it shows how they got them. So, yeah. That would be the one that I would always tell people to start with. Start watching Rogue One. One. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it's it's well, recent Ryan. enough that like it doesn't have like the hokey CGI, and and it gets you involved in the story, um, so that way you're involved enough, you're invested enough that when you do watch the older movies, you can get past the like hokiness of it, um, and be like, oh okay, well I understand these characters, I understand what's happening and stuff like that. So. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't get what's happening. It, it makes no sense. I've had to like stream for five hours with two different inputs for it to start being jittery. So I'm just on my iPad. I'll replace the sound later. <laughs> um, but uh, the Top Gun release date one. I love that I search when I search Top Gun release date. It only shows Maverick because that's the superior film. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, that came out in 1986. Also, George Lucas produced a movie called Red Tails, which is all like it's a dogfight movie. Um, uh, okay. Not not the the plain version. Don't clip that out. Yeah. Uh, people. But, uh, let's see. A number two tells Tarkin they might be might be in trouble and ask, "You want to dip on this party?" Uh, he says, "I don't leave till the jungle juice is gone." Yolo. Uh, I meant to. I meant to do that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, Darth and boys attack the X-wings, but can't stop uh, a shot. Can't stop a shot getting off, uh, and unfortunately, they missed it by that much. Luke and Wedge get a hologram from Leia. Uh, help us, Luke and Wedge, and someone else. I just noticed the guy with the mustache. Your only hope. Uh, Wedge got hit, and he got a balance. Let him go. Stay on the leader. Did anyone else notice slash enjoy that when every time Darth Vader would turn and we could see his eye behind one side of the mask? That's no. that's a real quirk. Do you know? I didn't, I, I didn't there are multiple. It. Yeah, there are multiple times when he turned his head; it would just catch the light oh. in a certain <laughs> way. You could see him behind. I'm assuming it was fixed, quote unquote, fixed in the specialized editions. Um, red lasso gets a red card and dies. Lucas is the last man standing, and Vader's on his six. Luke tries using the targeting system, and that AI voice generator tells him, don't trust technology. Use the Force, Luke. Darth Vader knows the Force is strong in this one, but doesn't recognize anything else. Luke turns off his targeting computer, and Darth Vader whacks R2-D2 in the head with a steel baseball bat. He's going to kill Luke, but the Millennium Falcon causes a car accident. Uh, Hey, Han Han and Chewie came back. Darth Vader spins into space like Team Rocket, and Luke makes confetti out of the Death Star. Uh, they, they, they blow it up. Mm, uh, rem- yeah. Remember, the Force will be with you always. Oh, it was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, Luke returns. Everyone cheers. Leia hugs him in excitement. Luke yells, Carrie! Uh, and the bad boys of space, Han and, Chew- and Chewie's gum, uh, get the band back together. R2 has been fixed, everyone's Gucci, and Han, uh, and Luke, Han, and, oh, not you, Chewie, get a medal. Written <laughs> Wait, and directed by, yeah. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Holding. Holding the table right in front of me. 
I don't care what anyone else says. The fact that R2D2 didn't get something at the end when he literally, like, he literally, <laughs> without him, nothing could have happened. Yeah. And he's just like brought in at the end, like, you're fixed. But we're not going <laughs> to recognize that you literally bullshitted your way through the first half of the movie so that you can get where you had to get to. Like, he is the real MVP there. Yeah. That's a good point, because, like, I think for, what, 40 years, everyone was like, why didn't Chewie get one? Or 50 right. years, possibly? Yeah, forget Chewie. Forced... Oh, forget Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for, like, I wish there was a moment that R2-D2 could actually say, a Jedi not wants not these things. It's just so I could see Milan's crush, the crush on Milan's face for R2-D2. <laughs> like, I thought about that an hour ago. <laughs> When you were talking about like an R2, I was like, I kind of wish R2 could have a little gravelly voice. That's a <laughs> teaser for a preview for Chasing Amy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Oh, I completely forgot to pre- prepare or remind people to do a 420. <laughs> can you hear me can you see me can no. hear you all right let me try to get back on through the computer <laughs> and not the ipad i was so confused i don't know why my ipad maybe he's doing this now nope all right let me refresh you forgot to ask us oh he's gone he's gone he left us well, what should we talk about? You have uh, two cats. I, I, well, I have three actually. Oh, three. oh well, please, yeah. Oh, got, oh, and you, we can see you. Can yeah, see please you. don't interrupt us, Brian. We're talking about cats now. <laughs> this is now a cat podcast. <laughs> yes. It's a cat cast. Yeah. But yeah. Mm. Uh, so obviously, that's the film. This is the first film that you've seen fully from Star Wars, which is awesome. Yes. Um, right now, Queen Rosario Dawson is, uh, or the episodes of Ahsoka are premiering as her as Ahsoka. Um, but thank mm-hmm. you, everyone who came and commented. And if anyone can go over to twitch.tv forward slash movie to dope and follow it, we just need 50 to get on the road of. Uh, monetization over there. But I'm going to end the broadcast. Thank you, everybody. And to quote uh, to quote Brad, bye-bye now. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And thank you to Brian and Milan for letting me be a part of the conversation and feel like true Star Wars royalty. Don't forget to follow Brian's shows. And even more importantly, be safe, be courteous. Bye. See you later, alligator.